Good morning. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Ruby Knight, your announcer for this chapel service. Pastor Jake Sletton will deliver today's message. Assisting in the chapel worship today are pianist Mrs. Amanda Minning and acolytes Michael Hussman and Mackay Kleibaker. Is it on? Oh, there you go. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, so today is Wednesday, even though it feels like Monday, okay? Uh, but there's only three days of school this week, so that's awesome, all right? Today, we are going to be talking about something that is very important to me, something that's very important to all of us. We're going to be talking about baptism and what it is and why we do it, okay? And just kind of uh, talking about and explaining the different aspects to it. And most, most especially, what the, what the Bible has to say about it, okay? So, we are going to begin, and why don't we stand? So please stand. And we begin as we always do, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Let's take a few minutes or a few moments to silently confess all of our sins to our Heavenly Father, all of the ways that we know and the ways that we don't know, uh, for which we have failed to live up to His standard, okay? could be you had a fight with your brother or your sister or uh, maybe didn't listen to what your mom and dad told you to do, okay? Whatever the, the case is, go ahead and take just a few moments to do that now. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his son Jesus to die for you, and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, you guys can have a seat. Our first hymn is number 594 in your red hymnal, 594, verses 1 through 3. Okay? 594, verses 1 through 3. Okay, here we go. The chapel service topic is on baptism. The scripture for today is from Acts chapter 2, verses 37 through 38. Our opening song is God's Own Child, I Gladly Say It, from the Lutheran service book, found on page 594. So the first question that we have to ask is why? Why do we baptize? 
Okay? Well, the simple answer is because Jesus told us to. Okay? This is from Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28, the very last chapter. And in Matthew's gospel, his good news about Jesus, these are his last words to his disciples, those who were closest to him. So this was a message that he really, really, really wanted them to know. He says, therefore, you 11 disciples, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So we baptize because Jesus told us to. Okay? We baptize because this is the promise, as we're going to talk about in just a few moments, that he wants for everyone. Go and make disciples. Go and make more followers of all nations. That means everywhere. Everybody. Baptize in them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Um, how many of you were baptized in this font? Well, sorry, not like in this font, but by this font. Some of you? Most of you? Some of you? Okay. So, there is not a right or wrong way to baptize insofar as the, the manner in which you do it. Okay? Usually, in the Lutheran Church, we do not have a, a, a giant pool. Okay? Um, usually. At least, I haven't seen one. I don't know if Pastor Cannell has, but um, I have not seen one. Okay? So, the manner in which you do it is, is not important. What is important is that you have two things. Okay? You have water, because you've got to have that. Because the word baptize literally means to wash. So what do you wash with? Water. Okay? So you need water, and you need the word. What do you think the word is, based off of what we just read in Matthew 28? Um, Carson? Right, okay. And what is that word, Sadie? Right, yeah. So being baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. When you have those two things... You could get baptized in, what's the nearest lake to here? Lake Stockton? Something? You could get baptized in Lake Stockton if you wanted to, okay? As long as you had water and you had the Word, okay? I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, okay? So that is A, why we baptize, B, how being baptized is done, okay? All right, so let, let's sing our, our next hymn. We're going to keep going on in this journey of ours. Number 596. 596. And that is, we're going to sing verses 1. Our next song four, is All Christians Who Have Been uh, Baptized. One, four, from the Lutheran Service Book, page 596. And 1, 4. Let's do 1, 4, and 5.
Sorry, I'm not used to this whole, I mean, I am on Sundays, but not, not here, so it's all weird. Okay, so we've talked about the, uh, the, the why for baptism, and now we're going to talk about the who. Who do we baptize? Okay, well, we follow, again, what Scripture says, because we are a Bible-believing church and a Bible-believing school, okay? And Scripture says, well, let's look at it. It's said in Matthew 28 to baptize all nations, Okay, so that means everybody. Okay, now let's go to Acts chapter two. This is my one of my favorite passages in all of Scripture. Acts two thirty-seven through thirty-eight. Acts two thirty-seven through thirty-eight. So this is kind of a really cool scene. So this is after Jesus has been crucified, after he was resurrected brought back to life, okay? And this is also after he has ascended into heaven. So now he has given to his followers, those closest to him, he has given to them a job to do. Now I want you to go and preach this word, give this word, proclaim it, talk about it, live it, live this word, this gospel word to everybody. And so his, probably his closest disciple, or at least, at least one of them in any way, Peter, is talking to these people, specifically uh, to this group of people that were part of the people who said to crucify Jesus, okay? And so he has this really, really great address, okay? And uh, it says in verse 36 of chapter 2, Therefore let all Israel be assured of this, that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, Peter must have given a pretty rousing talk. Because in the very next verse, in verse 37, it says, when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart. Have you ever been talked to by somebody and you were cut to the heart? Like, it, it really, like, just hit you? Some of you? Okay. Yeah, some of you. Okay. Maybe it was your mom or your dad or somebody that, that or maybe your teacher 
okay, or your pastor or somebody who you were talking to, it really hits you. It really, uh, it really, as it says, cuts you to the heart. So they were, this happened, and they said to Peter and the other, and the other apostles, those who were with him, well, brothers, what should we do now that we've heard this? Now that we're feeling convicted about this, what should we do? Well, Peter says, repent, turn away from your sin, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Verse 39, this promise is for you and your children, and all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will will call. So this, going along with Matthew 28, which we just read, and then with this, and then with another one that we're going to read in just a minute, gives us the who. who. So who do we baptize? The answer is really, really simple. Everyone, okay? We baptize babies. We baptize um, students that are these guys' age, okay? We baptize adults. Uh, I, just ha- I just baptized one on Christmas Eve. That was really, really cool, Okay? We baptize everyone, and why do we do that? Because that's what the Bible says, right? This promise, this promise of receiving the Holy Spirit, and in a minute, the promise of salvation that we're going to read about, it's for everyone. It's for you and me, and if you have a little brother or sister, it's for them too. It's if you have a grandma or a grandpa who maybe hasn't been baptized yet, it's for them too. It's for everyone, okay? Right? So this, this promise is for you and your children. All right, the next song or hymn that we're going to sing is number 605. 605. Our next hymn is Father Welcomes from the Lutheran Service Book, page 605.
for you adults and for your children and all who are far off. It's for everybody. And now we're going to talk about what does it do? What does baptism do? Well, according to 1 Peter chapter 3, we'll start at verse 20, 20b, the second half of it. Peter is talking about Noah, and you guys, of course, you guys remember what happened with Noah, right? What, what happened with Noah? What was the big thing, Harper? Right, and why did he build the giant ark? Because of what? Grayson? That's right, there was a giant flood. Imagine, I'm not sure how tall that this church is, but it's pretty tall. Imagine that there, was a, that there was so much rain that, that came and, that, and there was so much water that came that it was bursting up from the ground and all and this whole place was filled with water. Just all the way up. That's a lot of water. That would be a little bit scary, but, but if you had a boat, ah, if you had a boat, you would be fine. It wouldn't be so scary. Well, this is what Noah's Ark was, Okay. There was this giant flood. There was water over everything. It went up even taller than the, than the school. Okay? You couldn't see your house. right? There was this giant flood. And so Noah, God tells Noah to build this ark. And so Noah does. And we're going to talk about, and this, and this is um, um, Peter, talks about why that, that flood came or what it brought about. So the second half of verse 20. Talking about Noah, uh, in the days of Noah, while the ark was being built, in the ark, only a few people, eight in all, were saved through water, that, that, that flood. Verse 21, and this water symbolizes baptism, that now saves you, okay? Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a good conscience toward God. It saves you, there's that word again, saves by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels, authorities, and powers in submission to him. And so according to 1 Peter, what does baptism do? What does it do? It starts with S, ends in A's. What? Saves. Yeah. It saves. Okay? So if you have been baptized, God has made a promise to you. Do you remember that's what um, that's what Peter talked about. God has made a promise to you. He has made a, a promise to you that he has put his mark on you, okay, here and, in, and, in, and inside of your heart. He has made that mark on you and has promised to you, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Okay. Now, Here's kind of one important piece of this that we need to talk about. If baptism saves us, does that mean that we can go and live our life however we want? No. Okay. God has made a promise to you. If, if, your, if your parents make a promise to you, and let's say that they, they promise you that if you, I don't know, that if you are good for a whole month, oh my, a whole month, if you are good for a whole month, then we will get you a new bike, okay? All right? So, if you're good, 
then they get you a bike. Okay? All right? But if you're not, does the promise still work? Well, no. Now, don't be confused by what I am saying here. What I'm not saying that, that we are saved because we are doing something good. Okay? We know that we are not saved by any, anything that we do. Okay? But the promise does us no good if we simply live in a, in a, in a complete and utter about face, turning away from God, and God has said, I have made this promise to you, and you know what? I just don't care. I don't want it. Well, then is that promise going to do us any good? No. Okay? But as God's word says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful, he is just, and he will forgive our sins, okay? And cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So this baptism, this sacrament through water and the word is a promise from God to us. That he will promise to always love us, to never leave us, to never forsake us, and, he, and, and, a, and a promise, too, that he will always forgive us, no matter what we have done. Again, because if we, conf- because if we confess our sins, he is faithful, he is just, and he will forgive them. Okay? The reason why we're talking about baptism this morning is because we're at the beginning of a new semester, Okay, we're at the beginning of a new year. All right. And the other thing that this wonderful sacrament does for us is it gives us new life. Some of you have heard me explain it like this before, but how many of you got a new toy for Christmas? Oh, come on. And none of you got a new toy for Christmas? Okay, good. Okay, all right. So you get this new toy, or, or maybe you got a new shirt or, or something, okay? And did that toy or that, that shirt come in a package, maybe not the shirts, but the toys, it came in a package, right? And it was in a package, because why? Because nobody had touched it. It was perfect. There were no, in theory, there were no blemishes on it, there was nothing wrong with it. I just helped my sons with some of their new Legos last night, and they, they were perfect Legos. The corners were all straight, I mean, there, there were none, there, there, all of the parts were there, there were none missing, they were all bright and colorful, okay? Well, when we become baptized, every single day we are given a new life. That's, that's what happens, okay? So it's sort of like God takes off our package every day and says, here, you are brand new. And you get to start all over again with a fresh slate, with a clean slate. So it doesn't matter what you've done Yesterday, it doesn't matter what, what you've done last week or a month ago or a year ago. It doesn't matter. Because what does matter is that I have died for you have been washed in water and the word. The Apostle Paul talks about this, that when, when we become baptized, that we are washed in the blood of Jesus, which, which washes away all of our sins. Okay? And we are given a brand new life every single day. How many of you remember when somebody that you were close to did something wrong to you or did something bad to you, maybe called you a name or something? How many of you remember that? Some of you don't. Okay, well, that's good. Did you know that the Bible says that God has no memory of what we've done wrong? He doesn't. He says he, it, it says that, that, that he has removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. Whatever it is, so the, all of those sins that we confessed before him just 
a few moments ago, he has forgotten them. He doesn't even have any, any memory of it. No memory of it at all. Okay? And this is what our baptism into Jesus, into his death, and into his resurrection does for us. So, just to review, the why is because Jesus told us to. The, um, the who is everyone, babies and kindergartners and second graders and fifth graders and junior high students and high school and adults. And the what does it do? It saves us. Okay? It saves us. It is God's promise that if we remain in him and if we remain in his word, that he will save us. Okay? Now, some of you uh, here have not been baptized yet. Okay? And that's okay, all right, but we want you to get baptized, okay? So, what I want you to do, if you are one of those people that you know that you haven't been baptized yet, I want you to tell, I want you to go home, and I want you to talk to your parents, okay? And I want you to to tell them what you learned about today, everything that we talked about that comes from God's Word. And I want you to talk to them and say, I want to get baptized too, okay? And so after that conversation with your parents, then you need to go talk to your teachers, okay? And then your teachers will then come talk to me, and then we'll get it set up, okay? We can do it here in chapel. We can do it when nobody's here. We can do it on a Sunday morning. We can do it whenever it makes you feel the most comfortable, okay? So if you have not been baptized yet, then please talk to your parents about that, and then please talk to your teachers about that. And if you want to talk to to me about it too, that's perfectly fine. Now, if you have been baptized, that's wonderful. And I'm going to continue to pray for you, and so will your teachers, okay? We're going to continue to pray that you remain in that baptismal faith, okay? Not just here at school or at church, but every day and all days. Okay? All right? Will you guys put your hands together? Okay? And so let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this gift of holy baptism that you have given to us, this promise, Lord, uh, that never will you leave us, never will you forsake us, that you are with us wherever we go. Help us, Lord, uh, to, to live uh, as baptized people. Help us, Lord, to seek you in everything that we think, do, and say. Help us to remain faithful by your, by your Spirit. Help us to remain faithful to you. Sanctify us, Lord, in this truth and in this faith. Lord, we pray for all those who uh, are not yet baptized, and we pray that, that you would, by your Holy Spirit, that you would give them the courage to speak about this with their parents and with their teachers and with and with myself or, or whoever their pastor might be. Lord, for those um, uh, who are baptized, we pray that you would continue to help us by your, by your Spirit to, to continue to sanctify us in this truth and in this faith. Help us, Lord, every day to live as baptized people. People, Lord, that are, that are, are born not of, of natural descent or of of a father's will, but Lord, born people born of you. And we have that great inheritance and that great promise that we are adopted as your very own. And so we thank you for that. We thank you for this chapel that we have had. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
All right. Let's take our offering. So, uh, offering folks, come on up and let's take our offering. Let's stand for prayer. I will open us up with a petition, and then I'm going to leave time, uh, time of silent prayer for all of you to pray for whatever it is that is on your heart and on your, on your mind. You could pray for yourself. You could pray for someone else. You could pray for your classmates and your teachers and your school. You, could, you can pray for whatever it is that, that you feel needs prayer, okay? Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have brought us to the beginning of this semester. We thank you, Lord, that you have brought us all back here safely. Help us, Lord, by your Holy Spirit to, uh, to remain faithful to you always. Lord, we thank you for the promises that you have given to us, the promises that, uh, that for those who are baptized and for those who believe that we will be saved, uh, just like the flood washed away everything that was evil and bad in the world during the time of Noah. So, Lord, does your water of holy bap t- 
baptism wash away all of our sin uh, and all of our guilt, and uh, we are given a brand new life each and every day. And so, Lord, we ask that as we begin this new semester, give us a renewed zeal and a renewed focus and a renewed energy uh, as we continue to learn all of these things educationally that we need to learn, and also, Lord, most especially that we continue to learn and grow in our faith in you. And now, Lord, we ask that you would hear these prayers that we bring before you. Lord, we ask for continued prayers for the Luff family and for all of those, Lord, who have lost loved ones recently. And we pray for your comfort for them. We pray for your peace, the peace which surpasses all that our minds can do. Um, We pray that you would wrap your loving arms around them. May they know the consolation of your great and your very, very deep love for them. And so, Lord, we lift this day to you. We lift this new semester to you, and we know that you are with us, going before us each and every step. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. And we pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. You can have a seat. This will conclude our chapel for today. Much, Pastor Jake. I just want to remind you as we start the new year that our chapel offering is going to Pastor May with Lutherans in Africa and to support God's word being spread um, to other continents. So as we give our chapel offering, remember that goes to support Pastor May. And I'm going to play a little bit of music until we have the um, candles snuffed out.
Well, it's so good to be back together with everybody after the new year. And we are thankful to have guests with us this morning. Um, thanks for joining us. Ava and William, do you know who these guys are? Do you know who you brought with you today to chapel? Is that someone you know? Did you just pick them up on the way here? You were like, hey, come with me. I'm going to church. Yeah? Yeah? Have you guys been having a good break? Good. Well, we're glad to have you guys here today. Um, we are going to go ahead and do our baptism birthdays and our regular birthdays, and then we have some AR awards to give for December. And then next Wednesday at chapel, we will give all of our second quarter attendance awards and um, student of the quarter for second quarter. So celebrating baptism, Mrs. Wormington on January 5th will celebrate her half baptism for kiddos and teachers that celebrate in June and July, we do their half birthday, so they get celebrated too. So Mrs. Wormington on January 5th, and then we have two birthdays. Colton, where's Colton? Colton's celebrating his birthday today. I was so excited. I said, hey, let's go back to school on Colton's birthday. And where's Connor? Connor has his half birthday on January 6th. So let's sing happy birthday and God's blessings. Happy birthday to you. Mrs. Wolf, I believe, is going to come and give AR awards. And Mrs. Wolf, what were we working towards in December? Okay, so the students being recognized today were at 95% or above on their reading AR tests for the month of December. Okay, first grade. Excuse me, we have Connor Bailey. Yep, come on up and stand up at the step. And first grade, Jackson Hazeman. Bentley Manning. Ava Peters. Okay. <laughs> Olivia Wood. And Grayson Woodward. Second grade, Carly McBlair. Charlie Moore. Brady Ray and Harper Ray. 
Third grade, Caden Hayworth. Fourth grade, August Black. Noah Carr. Fifth grade, Jackson Bailey. Aiden Clapper. Mackay Claybaker. Hallie Shane. Sixth grade, Danica Yelinek. Ruby Knight. Lisette Vaught. Eighth grade, Drew Creed. And Vance and Minnie. Okay, since we have such a large group, we've got two prizes. So, Mrs. Enlow. Hallie Shane. Harper Ray. Okay, you may have a seat. Then we have quarter goals. Those students who met the goals their teacher set for them for the quarter and that they received it. And I have a list of those names and um, a Walmart gift card, which you'll have to get from me back across the street because I didn't bring it along. Okay, so these I want you just to stand in your spot. <clears throat> right, first grade. Connor Bailey, Ava Cannell, Ava Peters, Hadley Post, Olivia Wood, Grayson Woodward, just stand at your spot, right where you're at, stand. Hey, uh, second grade, Grace Broderick, Carly McBlair, Brady Ray, Harper Ray. Third grade, Caitlin Hansen, Caden Hayworth, Keenan Kleibaker. Fourth grade, August Black, Noah Carr, Bethany Clayton, <clears throat> Noah Creed, Colton Kleibaker, Cordell McBlair, Elizabeth Sharp. Fifth grade, <clears throat> Jackson Bailey, 
Aiden Clapper, Makai Kleibaker, Hallie Shane. <coughs> Sixth grade, Lisette Vaught. Seventh grade, uh, Sadie Bennett. Eighth grade, Drew Creed, Vincent Minning. Okay, nice job. I've got everybody's name. Here, Mrs. Menning will draw somebody. So everybody starts fresh on working on their AR goals for second quarter, or I'm sorry, for third quarter. So, all right, have a seat. And that concludes our service today. We are glad you guys are here, glad to start a new year, and uh, we'll see you at lunch. And teachers, we will have a staff meeting at 745 in the morning in the um, school care room. Uh, just to kind of touch base after the break. So I'll see you at 7.45 in the morning in school care. It has been our pleasure to bring you this chapel service from Trinity Lutheran Church and School. We pray that you have benefited spiritually and invite you to worship with us each Sunday and Wednesday morning by means of this broadcast at www.frystatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Ruby Knight.